0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. is Is Growing in Grace. Rolling for another week of Growing in Grace. Thank you for finding us and for sharing with a friend. It's growingandgrace.org, all of our past archived programs, if you want to call them that, our weekly podcast. They're about 14 minutes long. Quick way to squeeze them in. A lot of people are downloading through iTunes, uh, whatever the case. Joel, good to be with you once again for yet another podcast.
1: Yep, it's all good, growingandgrace.org, the place. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen uh, with iTunes, I recently had somebody uh, mention on my uh, Facebook page that they, I, I had mentioned that we were having a, a certain topic coming up on one of our podcasts, and they said they hoped they would catch it. And then um, I mentioned that uh, it's all at growingandgrace.org, and that they could also subscribe via iTunes. And so everything is there, growingandgrace.org, the link to the iTunes deal, and also a way to subscribe. You can just simply subscribe via email, so you can get an update every week when we uh, post a new podcast, or several different ways you can join in. So again, it's all over there at growingandgrace.org, and we're happy to have you with us as we just kind of sit here and chat casually about all this uh, good news, Cap. Well, and that's exactly what it is, and uh, trying to uh, free up
0: our mindset from all the, the religious things that would come our way that really detract or subtract from what the Bible has provided for us through the gospel. So. Joel, I I think there's some well-meaning people out there uh, in the church world who want to help people, and they themselves haven't really experienced the liberty of the gospel yet. So they're they're trying to free up others, and they talk about liberty, but they themselves are in bondage because they haven't really understood, at least
1: in their mind, what already belongs to them in the Spirit. Yeah, I think that's true. So much of what what we experience as bondage is unnecessary <laughs> because the truth is that we Christ has set us free. We have been set we've been set free from sin. We've been set free from the law. We've been set free from having to perform for God in order for Him to approve of us. And yet we walk around, many of us do, many in the church, with this performance mentality, with a bondage mentality, because We are simply not believing the truth of what God has already done for us. I like a word you just used a minute ago or so, Cap. You used the word mindset. Mindset is probably a bigger word in the lives of Christians than what we perhaps make use of, because a lot of what we go through in our minds, in our wills, and in our emotions, it's all based upon a certain mindset we have, whether it's a mindset that is based upon the truth Or whether it's a mindset that's based upon something that's not the truth, which would often be known as a lie. And there are many lies out there. Not necessarily intentional, but a lot of times when um, people are walking in, a word we used last week, darkness, meaning ignorance. Uh, versus walking in the light, walking in the knowledge of what God has already done for us. And so it's good to clear these things up uh, because so many of our problems, again, are based in having a wrong mindset rather than, you know, so many times we think that, oh God, if you would just deliver me from this issue that I'm having, from this problem that I'm having, from this sin that I'm having— I know that I've been there before so many times just waiting for God to deliver me as if I needed some sort of spiritual deliverance, and really all that I needed. And I'm not saying this is true of everything in the Christian life, but in so many things, all I really needed was to be transformed through the renewing of my mind to the truth. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that this week and whatever else comes to our minds.
0: <laughs> a renewing of the mind. Yeah, it's a big thing and it's something that we're all in different places in in our lives because it's it's sort of a continual as we grow in grace and have our minds renewed. It's sort of one of those continuous things that we we grow in. I mean, it's just it's a growth process and we're all at different places with that. And so that that's something important to touch on, but it's 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 important to understand as we talked about last week that you were free from the penalty of sin. You do, do you, I know I, it's so easy to take this stuff for granted, but to be free from the penalty of sin, it sounds, I mean that's one sentence, right? It's a phrase, free from the penalty of sin. Do we really understand what has been given to us through that one phrase, through the finished work and blood of Jesus Christ? It's an incredible thing because you see where there's the fear of a penalty, there's just that. There is fear and yet we've been not given the spirit of bondage as we mentioned last week because bondage will bring fear and fear and love are opposites of each other too so a lot of people can never really experience the true love of God because they're always afraid of what might happen to them but here's the thing I want to to mention this because it kind of stems off of what we've talked about in recent weeks since Jesus did suffer every penalty for sin if God were to pour out any part of the curse of the law on us which Galatians chapter 3 clearly tells us that Christ has redeemed us delivered us from any curse of any law any curse of any law curses of the laws we've been redeemed from it so for God to pour out any of that on any of us anymore would be a denial by him of the cross of Christ it's just one of those things and I know you're thinking well but you don't know some of the things I've seen in our ministry cap And uh, you're probably right about that. I I don't. And that's why we want to talk about some things today that deal a lot more with the mind, you see, because we as believers, sometimes we mentioned last week, one of the greatest tools of the enemies is ignorance. And, and, uh, you know, we who have a a lack of knowledge about the gospel and the provisions that it gives us through Christ, sometimes that that keeps us in defeat. So, Joel, I think something you had mentioned that we want to touch on, we didn't have time for last week is that there are people who have gone through some, you know, really rough things in life. And uh, many of them, you know, Christian people who sincerely want to, to love God and, and their believers. You know what I mean? So they have things that they still struggle with. They have memories, torments in their, in, in their mind, scars, emotional issues, even wrestling with some of their past failures. So we understand that there may be a place for counseling and
1: ministry regarding some of that. Yeah, and you know, some of what got me to thinking along these lines was from some, some comments when a few weeks ago we had talked about generational curses, and the idea that some people think that because they're going through certain things, or because um, they're involved in certain sins, or or falling short in one way or another, they feel somehow that God is punishing them or cursing them, which of course he's not. Or they're going through some sort of a deeply entrenched struggle uh, emotionally or, or whatever. These things are real. You know, Our feelings and our emotions are real. You know, they, we really do feel them. We really do go through these things. Uh, and the wonderful thing that is good news here that I think will help to free people up, when we can get out of that mindset—again, there's that word mindset— that these are spiritual issues that we need God to deliver us from, because, again, God has set us free. He's already taken our sin away. He's not counting our sins against us. He's not punishing us for them. But there is definitely a much-needed place. If, if I, Cap, I wish people in the church would understand this at least a little bit more. And there's a place for the laying on of hands. There's a place for praying for people who are going through issues. We can pray for one another and stand with one another, but so many times... What is really needed is simply to work through some issues with either a counselor or a trusted friend, someone who can help you to work through your issues and help you to focus on the truth rather than some of the lies that we keep feeding ourselves. I had a dream. (laughs) It's been 20 years since I smoked a cigarette cap. I had smoked for about six years prior to that. I had a dream recently that I started smoking again, <laughs> and, and I woke up and the house was on fire. No, just kidding. But the uh, <laughs> but in my I remember a time in my life when I would have you know woken up from that dream and I would have had I would have been fearful that I'm going to start smoking it. That must be a sign that I'm going to start smoking it. I would have gotten all worried. I, I would have let my emotions work on me instead of me being in control of my emotions. And I think a lot of people with, with a lot of the deeply entrenched problems that we do really do have, uh, a lot of times we let our emotions make us think things that aren't true. There's no way that a dream is going to tell me that I'm going to start smoking again. There's just no way. And so I, you know, I quickly, these days, I can quickly dismiss that kind of thinking. But again, it goes back to thinking and talking things over with people who will steer us to the truth of what God has already accomplished for us, that we've already been set free.
0: Yeah, because somebody might interpret that dream as, as you needing some sort of, for lack of a better word, some sort of deliverance.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people might, you know, the dreams, and I didn't mean to go down this rabbit trail, but I mean, some people put a lot of stock into the, the imaginations that they have at night when they're asleep and uh, when all they are is that. It's just imagination. There's no reason to put stock in some of these things. And, and again, it, what I'm trying to get to is that it comes back to focusing on the truth. Whether you're dream or whether you're thinking, you're daydreaming or whatever you're thinking, whatever direction that goes in, Remember to bring it back to the truth. And sometimes it, it does help to have people, trusted people to talk things like that over with.
0: Well, it sure does. And so we want to try again to have a dividing line here between some of these things and what some would call spiritual curses or spiritual bondage for believers. And we're trying to separate the two here because that's not to say that people won't need some help with some things, especially when it comes to the mindset issue. Where are they at? What, what are they thinking? And, and again, some of it comes back to something we, we touched on last week and mentioned again already on this program is getting your thinking right about what the gospel is. Because, you know, you might say, well, what is, we've asked this question and a lot of times here on this program, what is the gospel? <laughs> well, Cap, there's no way that you can tell us in just a, a moment's time what the gospel is. Because it's too vast, it's too broad, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, that's kind of like saying, well, if I were to ask you what the alphabet is, you might say, well, it, those are letters that we, we put words together. So I'm not, uh, I'm not looking for a language expert here to get me into all kinds of intricacies <laughs> about language and words. We can talk about some real basic principles. We use letters to make words. I, how many letters are in the alphabet? Well, there's, there's 26 in our alphabet. And, and so we, there's some simple things about the gospel, the very simple things that we can sum up in just a few sentences and a lot of people have never even come to the place where they have understood even as Christians that they are forgiven that they are right with God already through the work of Christ they're considered righteous holy blameless and God loves them and he's not against them he's not angry with them anymore because his judgment against sin was satisfied through the person of Jesus Christ some real simple things that once people begin to know who they already are in Christ apart from anything that's going on outwardly, then they can begin to recover. Not to say that they won't need some help along the way, but the more they hear the truth, uh, the better their chances of being able to uh, walk in that liberty.
1: Yeah, and that really is the goal, isn't it, Cap? To walk in the liberty for which God has set us free. He set us free to walk in that. And uh, so much of this, as we've been talking about, revolves uh, revolves around renewing the mind. And uh, next week, we'll continue on with some thoughts on thinking. How does our thinking affect the way we live our life? How does our thinking affect the way we experience uh, the freedom of of God? We'll delve into that a little bit more next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been
0: Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.